and there it is. The semi Who the microphone and uh, the fact that they don't uh, have ice cream cake in Europe. What is it about ice cream cake? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with ice cream cake? Is it a cake? Is it ice cream? Why does ice cream come before cake? Why not? Is it? A, why not a cake ice cream? <laughs> and what's with those colors they use to write the names on there? How does it come yeah. out of a tube like that? Why does it have to be so bright? What about all those uh, colorblind people? <laughs> Can't they just use clear? Why don't they use clear to write the person's name? I want an ice cream cake with Times Roman fonts. Call hmm. me old fashioned. Better than Comic Sans. <laughs> we were we were discussing one of my one of my several children uh, was one of the younger ones. Uh, I like that you said several because that could be that could literally be in the thousands or millions if you want. Several several is a brilliant word, especially yeah, for our, word. Uh, our our <laughs> our English learners out there, which I believe, according to Google Metrics, is our entire population <laughs> of uh, of listeners. <laughs> We're actually being broadcast into an English language classroom in Korea. <laughs> uh, you know, she's the, the teacher's right there. Ah, several. You want to know what several mean? Ah, several mean uh, three, eight, one hundred, or two thousand. You know, and the, you know, there's that one guy who like who just can't wrap his head around not having every answer, and he's yeah. like, teacher. What, what about if you have 13,000 people? Is that still several? <laughs> and she I love that, that, that what you did just, uh, I think, in the woke crowd is considered technically offensive, but probably very accurate. <laughs> you know, there's that, there's that, one, that, that one liberal in America who uh, accidentally found this podcast looking for one of the other 17 uh, two Jews in a mic uh, podcasts. Uh -huh. Several like, podcasts with the same name. Yeah, and uh, they, of course, we don't know here. She, so they was uh, deciding if they were going to give this a chance. And uh, they made it all of uh, 97 seconds through. And they heard that uh, interpretation of a Korean slash Japanese Asian person teaching English class. And they, they're, they're right now trying to complain to somebody. Um, to somebody. They're just getting bot answers from the uh, podcast host. Yeah, we should give out our email address. Uh, if you want to complain, it's info at carnivalcruiselines.com. Uh, you know, they really have been so generous to uh, keep us um, under their sponsorship. Yeah, and handle the complaint emails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they're like, how do we get people back on board during COVID? Um, Apparently, closing all the vents in the cabins didn't work because they ended up losing more people from uh, heat exhaustion. <laughs> so there's, they're still desperately trying to figure out how do we get more passengers, and uh, we thank them so much for their sponsorship. We do appreciate their sponsorship. Yeah. So you were saying several. So yeah, English, it must be very confusing because I think we need a word that would let you know, like, many several. Yeah, Multi multiple several. Yeah. But uh, that could be anything. That could be from two to infinity as uh, several. Yeah. Um, it's just like, do we, what, what word could we use for like a thousand or more? Yeah, I don't know. Many, uh, many, many several? Many several, m millennially several. 
several k with ending it with a k to indicate the thousands. That's cool because that's kind of like Kelvin, which I've always liked for a measurement mm -hmm. of Kelvin's temperature. Great. And uh, you know, the the lobby for Fahrenheit is so strong that Kelvin has had no chance for generations to that's penetrate right. the measurement system in America of temperature. One so day it I, will. I would go with K because K also is symbolic of thousands. Uh, mm -hmm. you guys, is that is that international for in Holland or in Europe? Do you use K to symbol like if someone says, "Hey, did you just get paid like?" 3k for the job does that mean 3,000 euro or is that not a known entity in the netherlands i think it's known enough i certainly see europeans using it i think i wonder if k stands for kilo because kilo is a thousand yeah and that's very controversial in america because it's so associated with illegal drugs mm. isn't that weird something that for you is simply the measurement of your meat or your testicles. You think, you think so? I mean, like, uh, how much did that car cost you? 35K? Isn't that, a, isn't that a way you would answer that question? But I'm saying we have two competing things going on with K and measurement from an American perspective, because K, oh. for, for, for most people, is a thousand. And I'd say for a, a subsidiary of the population, it means ketamine. And they're ravers who probably are, oh, are, have lost okay. part of their brain cells. Uh, but then kilo, for most Americans, they hear kilo, and I, I think they're going right to cocaine or another. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, right? Wouldn't you agree, having lived in both continents? It's strange, huh? Like they won't say forty-seven pounds of 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 cocaine; they'll say twenty-two and a half kilos of cocaine. Like, it's, like it's, all of a sudden, the metric system makes sense to an American. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you say that because I remember in college, to this day, I still remember exactly like how many grams in an ounce because of pot, mm. you know, because you always, you always bought pot, you got, a, you got an eighth or you got a quarter um, and you had to know that it was, an, it was an eighth of an ounce. So therefore, um, you know, anyway, the math became very easy to figure out. Um, I'm sorry, the... Um, I fucked that up. <laughs> we, 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 they, they did, they did buy it in ounces, but you also, I'm fucking up the pot analogy. I'm going to delete that in editing. Of course. And most, I mean, 80% of this is edited out anyway. Yeah, uh, you just, <laughs> spend like 12 to 17 K hours a week on um, just the editing portion, yeah. which I love the outcome. I think um, I think the, it was yeah. the embarrassment of my heroin addiction because that I only bought in grams and I didn't want to come out publicly and talk about knowing if I wanted one or three grams of uh, smack. So I just use pot since it's legal now. Um, so I'm just coming clean. If we're talking about drugs, I remember the first time I went to a coffee shop in Amsterdam and and like I, I don't do drugs and I have no idea what weights drugs are in. Okay. So can you explain I, just for a second to our, our Micronesian listeners? I think we picked up a few what a Micronesian. Coffee shop is. What is a coffee a, shop in, in, in Amsterdam? A coffee shop, uh, not to be confused with the name, does sometimes sell coffee, but it's, it's mainly an indication of, a, of kind of a cafe-like place that uh, serves uh, soft drugs like hash and marijuana. And you can buy it in various states from... Uh, from a certain amount of grams in a, in a little bag to, uh, to a pre-rolled joint. 
um, and uh, it, they are legal or, or at least uh, tolerated in the Netherlands. So okay. for all essential purposes, legal, they pay taxes, they have a menu, they have opening times, uh, they're proper businesses. Okay, so you go into this coffee shop and what happens? You don't even know what anything is. I don't know what anything is. So, you know, you, you do the Amsterdam thing. You're, it's, it's exciting for everyone. And I, I remember like, I think, I think I was either asked how many grams or before that I was thinking like, how many grams should I get? And I didn't have any context of like, what's a normal amount of grams to get. So my only context was like, I am coming from a metric culture. I'm, I'm from a certain country in, in Asia. And, uh, and, and I was thinking, uh, in terms of like chocolate. So, I, so, so in my mind, it was like 50 grams. I should get 50 grams because that's a small, that's like half a bar of chocolate. Of course, <laughs> the answer is uh, one gram is plenty. But so I was way off. It's not like I got 50 grams of, of, of weed, but, uh, but, but I, was, I was just like, I had, even within the system of the metric system, I was still completely outside of my depth in terms of even understanding how much I need to order. And what did you end up getting, by the way? Probably one gram of something. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I think your, your story, I, I, thousands, tens of thousands of people must have a similar story that didn't know measurement, particularly Americans, and ended up overdosing, essentially, just wigging out on the streets of Amsterdam from ingesting uh, too much hashish. Oh, yeah. Or, For sure. You know. Or, yeah, shrooms or whatever. Yeah. True. Yeah. Also a possibility. But you know, we started this thing. I just. I, do you remember yeah. how we got here? Let, let's do, go back. I, I. I do. And because I have a certain fixation with ice cream cake, I'm yeah. all about going back there. It's something uh, I that love it. is I love very it. under underutilized currently. I, I almost never see it at a birthday party, at any kind of gathering. Granted, those don't really exist anymore. Um, yeah. And I think it's because Carvel's demise. Like Carvel was yeah. sort of the. Um, Baskin Robbins might have. So tell me, you tell me your memories. Tell, tell our Micronesian, cake. please tell our Micronesian audience about Carvel. Yeah, and I do want to be clear for the the woke person who might still be online uh, that micro does not mean that they are small people. That is simply the Anglican name given to their string yeah. of islands in the South Pacific. I want to and make that they clear. Have small penises. Yeah. Now it is true that by height and stature they happen to be shorter than most other. Um, developed human beings in the world, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily short. Uh, yeah. So to our, mi our, our Micronesians, this ice cream cake, I want you to, first of all, imagine a really hot day, a really hot day which won't be very hard because you live in Micronesia. <laughs> so the day is hot. You've been out fishing. Now, I don't want to stereotype, so it's possible you were out uh, trolling on your laptop for Bitcoin uh, and infiltrating the <laughs> Facebook political system in America. And you're tired, you're exhausted, your air conditioning is out, otherwise known as your uh, open window lacking a screen. And you're sweating so much and you just want relief. And you're thinking of jumping into the water, except that that's also warm. You're debating getting some water from the well, except that is equally warm. You just want something cool. Uh, there's no ice anywhere. But there is an American who's visiting on your island, uh, doing some scuba diving, uh, fairly affluent uh, compared to you. And they have some <laughs> very, 
very <laughs> bizarre thing that they're cutting into. It's on fire. There's little little lights on top of it, and they're singing some song which has no rhythm to it and just seems quite spastic to you. You approach uh, the luxury, uh, you know, villa that they're staying in that your family told you to stay away from, and. You're just staring in the window, uh, very similar to a famous movie in America known as Trading Places. And mm -hmm. you're, wa you're watching this ceremony take place and you're in awe as if you have just seen life for its uh, first time. And now you're invited, you're, you're waved in by the well-meaning uh, American to join this uh, ceremony. And before you lies this, only thing could describe it is a cake. The cake, you've heard of these cakes. Uh, you've seen them uh, on the internet, which you so successfully navigate. And you uh, don't really want a cake because a cake is normally warm or hot or a bit moist, but not what you're in the mood for. And as you cut into this cake type substance, it cuts differently. It's kind of hard to cut and the knife's not quite sliding correctly. And you stab that fork and you put it into your mouth and immediately, it is like your cousin has just filleted you. It is this, this feeling of delectable excitement and utter uh, ecstasy is going down your throat. It, maybe it's more like you swallowed your cousin's cum, but regardless of the bad analogy, it's so tasty, it's so cold, it's slightly creamy. And yet it has a little bit of a crunch cake-like substance mixed in with this, this, this coldness that, and, and, and you are in disbelief. Uh, you spend what seems like an eternity just savoring the glow that has taken over your body and has allowed you to cool down from the oppressive Micronesian heat. And you have yet another bite. And the white people are, are, are watching you as if they themselves have seen life for the first time. An alien in their midst uh, who is so ecstatically eating this cake before you know it, you have eaten the family's entire birthday cake. Yes. Don't know how to say thank you. So you simply walk <laughs> away. Uh, they are muttering things at you, but you don't know what they mean. And you spend the rest of your life uh, trying to develop this ice cream cake. It is that good. Uh, you yeah. fail miserably at doing so because the necessary ingredients, including a freezer, are unavailable in Micronesia. Um, but you nevertheless spend many sleepless nights content in your bed thinking of that moment of that wonderful ice cream cake that's a great story yeah absolutely so that is so that is uh uh so so how did we get there you were just saying that several of your kids were at this party and uh you, you wanted to get an ice cream cake but it was uh or one of them wanted an uh your eldest wanted an ice cream cake and uh i guess they didn't have it it's just not available for you to get they did not. And we're going to take a brief commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages from an unfriendly sponsor. All right, back from our commercial break. Hope you enjoyed those uh, nice words from our sponsors. <laughs> You're going to have to put in a commercial there. Uh, the commercial. Guess what? We're back from commercial break again. And we have one more sponsor. They're not really back from the commercial break. We're not, we're not really break. So anyway, this is the commercial. I want to hope you all support them. They're supporting us and they're paying the premium for one of us uh, to read it. Are you worried? 
scared you're not doing the right thing? Wondering if you can leave your home? Well, you're not alone. And we understand. You've heard about these things called masks, but aren't quite sure how to wear it, or how big it should be, or what kind of fabric or color. And are you still worried? You know, about that other thing? You might know it as the CC, but it's okay to talk about it. Corona cunnilingus. How can one still enjoy the pleasures of vaginal aperitifs with the threat of a ventilator looming overhead? Well, fear no more. The Munch Mask is here. Munch Mask uses a patented Lycra-type fabric to guarantee breathability and flexibility to maximize your munch time while delivering easy wipe technology to expedite the transition back to your daily life, all in your choice of 13 delicious colors. And remember all those smells of the city that made you nauseous or that rotting fish odor that used to make you gag? Not with Munch Mask. Our patent pending schnoz guard keeps the yummy smells in and the yucky ones out. The Munch Mask is a fully inclusive mask. That's right. Munch Mask has been tested and approved for anal snacking so that no matter your sexual orientation, you can transition safely from grocery shopping to enjoying some much needed oral satisfaction. So stop worrying and start munching. Munch Mask is not approved by the FDA. Dental damage cannot be responsible for the transmission of chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes 1, 2, or 3, or syphilis, SARS, COVID, or the hiccups, but it may cause rashes, swelling, itchiness, scratchiness, facial deformities, or suffocation. Thank you, Munch Mask. Thank you. Thank you. And as we were saying, uh, co-host, uh, you, you were getting at uh, something about the uh, cakes. I was just going to ask, because uh, I didn't look it up yet, uh, Fairview Heights, Illinois, is that close to you? I'd prefer not to talk about it right now, if uh, you don't mind. <laughs> uh, I had a they really, a really difficult, there, do not I, the, uh, difficult experience with a, um, with a, a traffic stop. And uh, let's just say the upper end of my rectum is still sore years later. Mm, okay. uh, no, so where, where, where is Farview Heights or Fairview Heights? I don't know, uh, but uh, in Illinois, the state you're in, uh, mm -hmm. that is uh, one place that has a Carvel, although you cannot get the cakes there. <laughs> That's like a form of torture you just did to me. Yeah. <laughs> They even on their website have one in, um, it's quite far from you, I guess. Uh, but they even had South one Dakota? in Skokie. Okay. Uh, Skokie, but uh, when you click on it, there is no, uh, apparently they closed it down. So it's not there anymore. That seems to be like things in Skokie. They just disappear. They're still rotting their fame from the uh, 1980 Ku Klux Klan uh, marches. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, nothing else stands. You know, I think, did you just gaslight me? Did, did I? you, did did you I? gaslight me? Uh, uh, you'll have to explain that to me because uh, I'm not I, sure how gaslighting. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't know to be honest. My wife claims uh, various times in the last several months that I I'm gaslighting her. I've uh, I always forget to look it up. It's a word I, <laughs> I, I it's a word I never heard of uh, <laughs> prior to this to 2020. Um, but uh -huh. apparently it's a thing, and uh, I, I assume spouses are doing it to one of the other spouse. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm a gaslighter, an occasional gaslighter, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm embarrassed to ask in the middle of a fight, what is it? Because I'm only <laughs> going to make the fight worse, right? Because yeah. I, I, Would you like me to tell you what it is? 
Yeah, can you read us a definition of it? Because I honestly, I don't know, but I know that I apparently am a gaslighter. And when you're in an argument with your spouse or any significant other, you should not uh, then question whatever they called you because they're just going to think you're mocking them and you're going to make the fight mm, more, true. more severe. Please. According to uh, the dictionary, I'll be very uh, specific here. Uh, gaslighting means manipulating someone by psychological means into doubting their own sanity. Well, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Is there an example that's given? Can use the Carvel cake as one? Well, it's funny. The example online is terrible because they just use the word gaslighting. They don't actually explain it through it. But uh, here's another definition that helps it. Um, okay. So again, a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group uh, covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment, often evoking in them cognitive dissonance and other changes, including low self-esteem. Dude, that, that's like a classic, maybe that's why I do it, because I'm used to negotiating. Like, I think that is a great, mm. that's a great technique. I don't understand what the problem is, especially if you believe that the person, you know, is kind of saying things that don't make any sense. You just want to increase their awareness of it. What's the example? Tell us. Something. Well, actually, they're saying that it, maybe it originated in a movie called Gaslight from 1944, where a man... <laughs> his wife to the point where she thinks she is losing her mind. How good of that? How could how good could that movie have been when everyone was off fighting in the war or working in the war production effort? That's right. That's true. I'm uh, thinking 1944. Not many good actors. Of course, I don't know anything <laughs> about old films, so perhaps someone out there is yelling, you know, in in, uh, in Bhutanese, you know, Clack Gable or some shit about some actor I don't know anything about. One of the things here, it says, perhaps the most common use of gaslighting is by one partner in a couple. Those in the relationship oh, might, yeah, those in the relationship might insist to the outside world that it is loving and intimate, but it is anything but. Indeed, the very use of this form of manipulation rules out true love and affection. The controlling partner will begin to sprinkle a little gaslighting into exchanges quite early on in the relationship. Perhaps the last time you saw them, you agreed to do something on Saturday but when you bring it up later in a message or on the phone, they backtrack. No, silly. I said Sunday. I'm busy all day Saturday. This seems like a fairly innocent comment. And it's one you won't question too much because you're in the smitten stage and perhaps you just misheard or remembered wrong. This sort of thing in isolation doesn't necessarily mean you are being gaslighted. It might be that you really did mishear or that they misspoke without meaning to. If this type of confusion becomes a regular thing, however, you need to start asking why. Wow. I've definitely done that. You may suggest going to a Thai restaurant one evening because they once said they really like Thai cuisine. Only you might get this response. I'm not a huge fan of Thai, but I know a great Mexican place we should try. Are you mistaken? Was it somebody else who said they like Thai food? Or has their story changed between then and now? I feel like I'm in one of my therapy sessions. I'm really <laughs> soaking this in. And, but part of it might just be, I mean, I, I feel like it's an unfair definition that's not treating the in, entire potential circumstance, which is many people, uh, perhaps like myself, as you get older, our memories are, are, are not as, as good. And I think I just forget things. 
So perhaps I've just simply forgotten, but it's now coming across as gaslighting. And, and, and when it's used against you, it's very pejorative. It's not a, you know, it's like being called a cunt. It's not very nice. Yeah. No, it's not. I, I don't like being called a cunt anymore than I like being called a gaslighter. Um, which you prefer cunt, I believe. <laughs> What's that? You prefer cunt. You prefer being called a cunt. I do. And, 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 and not only by British people. I like when Americans do it because it's, it has such pungency to it. And gaslighting, mm-hmm. for a long time, I just assumed it was some kind of reference to a sophomoric way of lighting your, uh, your rectal fluids on fire. Yeah. That's another option. Um, apparently, that didn't come across. Do you gaslight people? Uh, it's a, you know, it's a great question because, I mean, I'd like to immediately say no, of course not. But maybe I do. Maybe I do gaslight them. I think it's one of those things that uh, I guess, you know, in its original definition, it sounds like very like a manipulative way of of dealing with other people. Like you're always strategizing. You're always saying, you know what, I'm going to take the gaslighting approach. But I'm willing to bet that a lot of gaslighting happens as a result of interaction, not as an intention. That's so, exactly like, in other words, you're saying it's, it's kind of the, the natural course of both conversation and memory. It's not someone like premeditated doing the gaslight. Yeah. I mean, you could argue, you could probably argue that there's like a deeper layer of something happening, which is, 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 is as a result results in this gaslighting behavior. But, but I would like to argue that I think most relationships that are, say, uh, intimate enough uh, often uh, suffer from this for whatever reason. You might be, for example, overly em- empathetic about the other person. And uh, in order to prevent them from feeling hurt, you might come up with some lie that, uh, y- that seems like it's, it's, not a, you know, it's not a big deal. You're not, uh, it's not like you did something bad or something. You're just creating a lie so maybe they don't feel bad about something that happened maybe someone told you they're idiots or something like that and you just come up with some lie but then at some point in time you might uh end up like losing track of that lie of course and then it seems like you're gaslighting but actually maybe originally you were just trying to protect the person but you could still argue why were you doing that why is there something in your relationship that's kind of flawed that that just doesn't allow you to be truthful with each other at all points yeah, and that kind of sounds to me like any relationship I've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> and I think any relationship a lot of people have. As you're reading this definition and you're, and you're reflecting somewhat, I'm assuming, can you recall any times that you have either gaslighted or been gaslit? I, I remember the first time I heard this was, I think, in uh, November, December last year. That, that was the first time I heard the term and I didn't know it either. And, and I heard it in the, in the sense that a certain person in my life uh, apparently was gaslighting me. Somebody told me that person, uh, sorry, that person gaslighted you, but that person is known for gaslighting everyone. Really? Uh, you and I you, had, had, a, you had a relationship or an acquaintanceship with a known gaslighter? <laughs> yes. I didn't know it at the time, but now I do. Can, can you give us a, an example of, of, of what they allegedly were doing in their, uh, in their gaslighting? I'd like to see how this plays out in real life. Yeah, let's see if I can remember. Um, and no, feel free I, to embellish if necessary. Or <laughs> I'll, I'll gaslight the story. <laughs> um, 
it's a meta gaslighting. I, I don't, I don't I, like, yeah, I really have to dig a bit deeper to remember it. It was, let's just say it was a, a, um, a not a very uh, pleasant moment also in, in my life where I was being attacked on something that I, I had nothing to do with. And it was very clear that I had nothing to do with. And that person later apologized, but the way they apologized afterwards, they, they weren't taking full ownership of the apology and then they were sort of bringing circumstantial evidence into this that 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 again wasn't exactly true or when checked with the other sources they were like that didn't happen or whatever so it just felt like they were sort of weaving a web of you could argue on one hand lies and on the other hand you could argue uh, maybe innocently a web of that's how they see the world uh, but either way, it wasn't uh, it wasn't congruent with reality, uh, as as most people have had experienced it. So I know that's a bit general uh, and not as specific as you probably wanted me to be. But uh, but it the, sounded but a bit that's how I remember it. A bit prevaricating, a, a kind of evasive. You know, you were you were generic enough that I kind of not <laughs> like. I want to ask you, like, was it? Was it business, friendship, intimacy, acquaintance? What was the? Oh, it was uh, it was a business relationship that was very okay. friendly. Let's say okay. so. It was you know like a good client that you're uh, you're in very good contact with that that, that you, you might have dinners with or, or whatever. And, then, and this person is is who has been referred to as the known gaslighter. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Are are you still in contact with the gaslighter? infrequently but yes i'm not uh i i, I uh, obviously that moment caused a certain uh, break in in the relationship as well as the business relationship and then uh and then you add covid to the whole equation and and you get you end up getting um kind of a a lot uh, yeah just more distance yeah. and more separation but uh but yeah i mean i'm i'm not uh it may i, I will say this like i mean and I don't know if it's the gaslighting necessarily, but I would say the gaslighting was a certain component that made me treat this person or made me as a result of this whole incident, um, look at this person differently, look at this person a little bit more negatively, take whatever they say with a certain grain of salt. Uh, we all have people in our lives. I think that, you know, we kind of know that they either hyperbolize a lot or they just outright Kind of exaggerate things or lie th about things and you, you you take what they say with a grain of salt mm. uh and so i'd say the trust level goes down yeah i mean i wonder is there is there any coming back from being a gaslighter like once people know and i think i'm, I'm what i'm really doing is i'm asking about myself i don't want it to get out in the public that i i gaslight at least my wife and then uh <laughs> You know, now people are going to have this totally different view of me. Like, oh, like I, I don't know well, what's getting posted. Now about that me. you now that you know what you mean, what this means, I'm wondering if you had like a little Kaiser Sose moment uh, just there when like I was reading the definition, and you suddenly like you know looked around the room and saw all these like you know memories and 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 connected them and and said, oh yeah, maybe I did gaslight, or maybe alternatively, you're like I have no idea where that accusation came from. You know, it it was somewhere in the middle, but then you said Kaiser Sose, and, and I got a small chubby thinking about Kevin Spacey going down on me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, which, I, I I always use that in serious <laughs> moments. I apologize. Yeah, which which to be which to be fair, he did force himself on me, um, and no one took my accusation seriously. 
Um, that being said, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's more what you said earlier. I, I don't, I don't feel like I ever, even though it does sound very clever, I don't think I'm anywhere near manipulative enough to do that intentionally. I think anything that is perceived as being gaslighting by me is, is clearly just, it's an accident or um, a misinterpretation by the receiver, but that's complicated, right? Because we're supposed to say to people, you know, we respect the way that they feel about something. Um, that's 2020. I don't know what to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think you said something else before that is really emblematic of the era we live in, which you said, and then you add COVID to it. It's that's sort right. of, I don't know if Multiply it's- Multiply by COVID. I don't know if it's the same in Amsterdam, but I find it has become the overarching excuse for absolutely anything. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah, I didn't wipe my ass after this shit. It's COVID, right? <laughs> and, and, and everybody accepts it. It's sort of like, oh yeah, yeah you know, you say oh, my, my, you know, my, my husband just, just killed himself. You, you can do anything after you say that, right? I mean, there's almost, you yeah. can almost do anything and then be like, what the fuck were you thinking? And you're like, well, my husband just, I came home, my husband had a shotgun in his mouth. Um, and it's so over the top that people are like, oh shit, that's, they don't even know what to say to you. I feel like COVID has become that, but it's, mm -hmm. I'm also noticing, it just seems like a fucking huge scapegoat. You notice like for a lot of things. I'm oh like, yeah. You know, come on, man. It's not that big a deal. Fucking blame COVID. But, well, I mean, you could also look at the positive side, which is it, it, it maybe made a lot of people realize what's what's truly important to them, and and that's why I'm saying COVID in this case, which is, uh, it's a bit of a multiplier to say, you know what, I, I don't want to really deal with this person on a regular basis anyway. It's fine. Like I I don't I mean, it it you know just like when you have a kid or something, you're you're much more uh, uh, meaningful with the, with the way you use your time. Uh, you don't have time for. Uh, certain certain things that maybe were time wasters in the past it just everybody needs some kind of event be it positive or negative to focus up a little bit so i think covid in that sense is a bit of a multiplier because it's such an extreme thing that if you had a kind of a distant relationship with someone prior to covid uh you know there's a, there's a good chance that relationship's going to disappear uh or it might come back with a vengeance in a, a very positive way but, but I do think that COVID can play a role in this because everything's changed so much. So that being said, I mean, are, are you finding people by you? Like, do you hear COVID getting dropped as a sort of, you know, reason for why something didn't get done or why someone might be feeling a certain way or, I don't know, other shit in life? No, I wouldn't say that. Actually, I wouldn't say that. I don't feel like it's an excuse that uh, I hear very often. But it is, it is something that I... Uh, I think exists sort of without necessarily talking about it. Like yeah. I, I sort of give people a, a bit of the benefit of the doubt if they're being maybe more mean or, 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 or annoying or something like that when I consider or, or behaving strangely when I consider that, you know, what the implications of COVID were for their lives, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, and then I, and then I sort of, I remember a meeting that I was at where, one of the people at the meeting said, you know what, we're not, we're just like, we're all very upset right now. And, and we're just not at our best. Uh, and I think that's, that's true for a lot of people. 
Yeah, I, I think as you're talking, I'm realizing a, a fundamental issue here. And that is that I might be somewhat of a dick. And I think that is because you excel at something that I am very bad at, which is empathy. Um, mm. You are very good at being uh, empathic. And I'm not, you know, I, I talked to a therapist about it. And it's a problem, you know, it's the kind of shit that, you know, cold hearted killers have, right, where they just, they have no guilt about what they did. Now, I don't kill anymore. But there are, um, you know, when you're raising a child is the real life example. Um, you have to remind yourself that that is a small child, not as I have described my son many times at 2am drunk. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and it's hard. It's hard to like, for me to put myself in his position and be like, wow, this is a, this is a little boy who sh really struggles with his emotions even more than other kids. And uh, he loses his mind and it's like, okay, I can be stable for a little bit. And at some point he, I, I just can no longer maintain the empathy and, and I snap, um, which only gets him crazier. And I feel like, how do you do it? Like, what is your, is there a secret to the, your, your empathy? I, you know, I had a, I had a kidney stone in your company and you, you babied me, you helped nurture me, you know, back to, back to life. Um, very impressive. I must say, mm. I think I might've been like, uh, here you go. Eat some food. All right. We're good. Ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> here's some more water. Drink the water. Okay. You feeling better? Come on. Stop fucking whining. And I felt like, I felt like you really cared. I, I just, you, you, it was obvious that you weren't just like going through the motions and, and you've always exhibited that. Is there any uh, secret formula you could share with those who struggle with empathy out there? Oh, wow. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I got you on the spot. Uh, I know. I really hit you up. I hard. mean, I can. Barbara I Walter can style. Gen <laughs> I genuinely felt your pain when you, I mean, I didn't feel your pain, but I, I could imagine uh, how extreme it was like. Uh, uh, so I guess, um, I guess the, the, the best thing I try to, to the, the best thing that helps me, and, and I don't even know if I'm great at it or not. I, I do know that I feel it a lot. So, and, and it's one of the reasons why I think I'm very good at my job because a lot of it is, is based on trying to understand uh, a certain journey from the participants perspective, the people that I work with. Uh, and that includes uh, how, how they feel uh, what they do, what they say, what their body language is like. So you're very like in tune with that. Uh, I think for me, uh, I have it uh, for the reason that my parents would argue in public and I would always find that extremely embarrassing. Mm. Uh, so maybe it comes from that. And, uh, and my best advice is just uh, whenever I encounter a situation that someone else is, let, uh, especially on the negative side, I really try to, to put myself in their shoes and just imagine, well, what must it be like to be that person at this moment in time? And, uh, and I think I'm able to create a story very quickly and then sort of accept it and get it and, and say to myself, well, if I was in that position, I might be doing way worse. So good for them that they're, you know, still holding on. Interesting. And what do you, hmm, I don't know if there's a good answer or no answer. Do you, do you think it's something that has just been part of you since you were little, or do you think you kind of trained yourself into this way of being? I think, uh, I think it comes from, I'm not sure if this is true, but I think it comes from loneliness. 
and when you're uh or or potentially even neglect i i don't know but like definitely i experienced loneliness as a kid and and i think the moment you realize uh what steps you need to take in order for people to become your friends uh then then you uh actually can I mean, one tactic, I'm sure there's many, but one tactic is that you generate a lot of uh, empathy. I mean, a classic example of empathy is, uh, in, uh, is, is just to keep asking other people questions because they love talking. I think that's, uh, that's an ex example of like in this, and, and it's not, and you could argue that this is where empathy goes wrong too, but like uh, if you want empathy, I think it also has to do a little bit with or maybe for me has to do with wanting people around me to be pleased. So it's, 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 so in order to make sure that they're pleased, I need to empathize with their position a lot. And then I know where I, I need to take them to be pleased. You could argue that that's manipulative as well or gaslighting. I mean, it does, it does, it does explain why you're such a good fluffer. Um, <laughs> I'm one of the better fluffers in the Netherlands. Uh, yeah. the and, and I can, I can, I can see why they've, uh, they've really elevated you to, uh, you know, kind of vice, vice fluffer of Amsterdam. Um, yeah. that's, uh, many years in the, in the making. I, you know, I just think it is uh, such an impressive trait to have. And clearly, you know, we're living in a moment where this is very relevant, right? Particularly in the United States where our president and a chunk of our population has no empathy, right? They think that this uh, illness that's going around our country is up to the individual to take care of because everything in America is up to the individual. And um, our failure is because it's really required collective action and being one of the least collective states in the world has uh, really hurt us. Uh, and the, the person known as president is, uh, you know, probably one of the most public figures in modern history uh, who has, uh, if there's an empathy scale, he's definitely ranking uh, zero if, if such a high number. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, wonder, you wonder, like, what, what human being does that person actually care about? His daughter, he seems to be fond of his daughter, but almost in a, you know, a... Uh, with the opposite of the Oedipal way, the Electra way. Electra way, yeah. Electra, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> a reverse Electra complex. Yeah. And, and, and also like a combo, like Electra Oedipal three-way, because it seems like, it seems like if, if Jared was banging his daughter, he'd take the blowjob from the other side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, he's definitely super homophobe. So I don't think he'd go anywhere near Jared's actual nutsack. But I think mm. he'd be okay if the penis was being inserted so he didn't have to actually see the penis because then he can say mm -hmm. like, he can be like, not gay, not gay. Um, <laughs> I didn't look down, so I'm not gay. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just saw his, he just saw his son-in-law's face. And then I think he, he'd be okay with the daughter's fellatio. I really see Jared, by the way, in this, in this, uh, in this vision that you have, like he's totally wearing like all leather. He seems like that kind of <laughs> <laughs> there must be some uh something online with him as a uh, as a leather bag um yeah i don't I, I i always see him i've always imagined him in the in the s in the s and m as the um you know as, as the as the man as the um as the receiving end from from the sadist right like he's yeah. just he's the, just getting the apple in his mouth 
Correct. The yeah. yeah, the he's total the gimp. gimp. He's just getting yeah. he's getting beat and and enjoying it. And I'm sure there's a dominatrix out there now, not listening to our show, of course, because she's busy with Jared, but uh, who has him as a client. Yeah. But anyway, it's the whole thing just seems very odd. You know, he has a son. He's got like a, I don't know how old the kid is nine, ten, eleven son with a yeah. with with a Slovenian. I, I, you just can't imagine that guy as a dad to that kid. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember yeah. this uh, clip of the uh, the Trumps were in uh, Israel uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, the son of the prime minister in Israel was trying to. I think he was trying to make an effort to empathize and, and sort of suck up to them by saying, I grew up in the public light. I was like the same age as your son uh, is now. And, uh, you know, I know what he's going through, basically. And it was kind of like this. I don't know. It was just it was really interesting to watch because he was saying all the right things, but he's a complete, you know, he's, he's just as bad as, as, as all of them, the son and uh, a very manipulating person. And, uh, and it was like watching them say, say the right words, but the body language and the use of the voice underneath it was completely dissonant from it. It was, you know, they didn't, nobody cared, it seemed. So was this conversation recorded? What, what, was it part yeah, of Yeah, like they a... were doing small talk and they knew the press was there. It was that kind of thing. And, and, and Trump's reaction to this commentary by the, is this Netanyahu? Yeah, there's Netanyahu so, and it's on, yeah. So Netanyahu, and, and Trump has just had no reaction to it, or he... He's sort of like, he's got that stone-cold face that's sort yeah. of like uh, uh, approvingly, like, moving up and down. Yeah, the, the alleged master negotiator. Uh, speaking of Netanyahu, why is his nickname Bibi? That sounds very emasculating. <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine in the nation of Israel that does, does the name bb does that impart some type of power it sounds very like hey bb come here bb yeah i don't know a lot of the let's say the military people have uh these uh these uh these types of nicknames uh i think they get them in the military and then they stick it uh, and then as a politician they 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 stick extra extra hard because it makes you somehow more uh approachable more part of the people Oh, interesting. So it's like in Israel, their nicknames are associated with the military and so therefore associated with sort of like leadership and power and things like that. Yeah, exactly. So do like, so. Do, do regular people like Shlomo's not have uh, nicknames? You know, I don't, I'm not sure. Like I'm thinking all the politicians, almost all the politicians, almost uh have some sort of nickname really what an interesting yeah. like subculture i had no idea that i just yeah. thought it was a netanyahu thing because it's always in the press it'll be like benjamin quote bb unquote netanyahu yeah yeah um, what by was... the way Go ahead. yeah uh, well i i just wanted to bring up that there was a certain promise for this episode of uh, a clip that i wanted to share with you oh let's let's uh, do let's do it because our time is running out and yeah. i would love to are you going to share this uh, audio video both uh, I'm going to share a video. Okay. If you could grant me a co-hosting permission, I will be able to do that. Okay. I'm going to grant you the co-hosting permission. Um, and we're back again. How was that commercial break for everybody there? Hope I love it. Was, it. Hope it was good. All right. Now, apparently you'd like to share something with me. Um, tell me a little bit about it. 
Uh, yes, uh, let's see. Uh, first of all, uh, here we go. So uh, what I'd like to do is uh, share with you a, uh, this was a promise from uh, last week's show. Uh, I was very curious what your, you know, we were sharing some videos with each other. This is something I came across on the Instagram, a, a, uh, I don't know if you know of it, it's a platform, a lot of people use it. Um, and, I've, I've uh, heard of it, my uh, domestic partner is a, a big fan. I uh, okay. have not used it. Um, I believe I have an account I set up once that has uh, remained empty. All right, so this is a person who is uh, very popular on this platform. I think she has several in the tens of thousands, maybe even the hundred thousands. This particular video has nearly 50,000 views. Mm. Uh, it's a, uh, I would say this person is most likely very liberal, uh, well-to-do, uh, living in Brooklyn, has two kids and is uh, seemingly uh, divorced. Okay. All right. I think I, that's I, all I, the info. I think I'm I got very, a good, I got a good mental picture. I'm, I'm ready for the uh, shared screen and this will be the okay, first time the I'm seeing with you. I'm seeing you can, this. Uh, describe what you see if you want. Okay. Uh, let's I don't know uh, if you want me uh, to press play or not. Not yet. I'll, I'll have to describe it uh, to our, our listeners, uh, uh, many of whom, if not all of them don't speak, don't speak English. So um, please put on, <laughs> please put on your translate apps now. Um, okay. So sitting in bed, we have, uh, looks like kind of a, a trendy bedroom, or, or maybe it's a giant beanbag. There is a, uh, in the center of the screen, and they're, they're in a window, like in a corner, so it's probably in a, a bedroom of an apartment or a house. Um, there are two kids, they both look like girls, wearing bathrobes, probably ages four and seven, give or take a year. And in the middle of them is a mom. Um, I'm assuming mom could be a babysitter, nanny, someone broken, delusional. Uh, long, uh, blonde, dirty blonde hair, has like tinted uh, sunglasses or glasses on so you can still see her eyes. Um, she looks, you know, like she works out a lot, but she has that classic like mid-40s and over look like, I don't know, you're not turned on anymore. Um, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta use a low voice there. Uh, the Korean kids are all like, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's, cl she's, cleaning her, uh, she's cleaning her foot with one of those... Um, they look like brushes, but on the backside, it's not a brush. It's, it's like something to get the callus off your foot. And she looks like she's in a halfway yoga position because she's pulling her foot up to her mouth. And uh, with one hand pulling the foot, the other hand has this uh, callus, you know, brush. And she has a very uh, focused look as she's uh, trying to get it, uh, whatever's on her foot off. One kid is reading, uh, looks like um, the little kid's reading a magazine with a Gucci ad in the back, probably some fashion magazine. And the other kid is like playing with her toes. They're on either side of who is probably mom. And then you have a kind of trendy bedroom with like a reclaimed wood shelf and a, you know, some trendy poster. And there's a, and a laptop sitting in front of them. Okay. It's a one minute 18 video. Just tell me if you want me to pause. Here we go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense with this client because what we really want to do is we want to get deep into the ideation process before we seriously start dealing with right, the, pause. Core, pause. Pause. the core essence of the brand. Right? Okay. So if, if you're not understanding, your AI, could you, a, could you a, just a, tell me, cause there was a moment where you, a, 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 you couldn't help but laugh if, out if loud. A, if AI is not picking up on it, um, you know, she is clearly having some kind of business meeting in the professional world of not hardworking, very well-paid professionals. 
And uh, so the woman now has uh, gone from the freeze frame that I described. She has a Band-Aid or something hanging vertically off uh, underneath one eye, which is very distracting underneath these tinted uh, glasses. And she is sitting spread eagle. It, it looks like she's wearing underwear, but it's really nothing but a, a crotch shot. So she's, that, that laptop I described, she's clearly having some kind of um, video call um, as she sits there manicuring herself uh, and was giving quite the camel toe. And I can't tell if she's either naked or she's wearing one of these um, see-through skin tight shirts because I could clearly see areola nipple uh, full breast. Okay, continue. Yeah, this is, um, I mean, I, it, I think it's important to point this out. That this is uh, obviously a staged staged video. This is not like- Oh, uh, I thought I this know, was this real. This is very important, I think. It's, oh, I didn't know that. So she fully staged. Okay, all right, continue. Yeah. Okay. I've got a really good setup. I actually, it has not been that tough for me. Um, I've got like, I have a home office and I've got a full desk. My kids are in their room. They're doing their homework. They're on Zoom. No, they go to a local school. The teachers are fully doing all of their curriculum. So, excuse me, do you mind? Just give me one second. Hold on one second. I'm just gonna mute this for, I just gotta go check on my kids. Can you please go get me the cheddar bunnies? What? Go get me the cheddar bunnies. Go, get me, I'm on a phone call. Please go get, I'm hungry. Please go get me the cheddar, get me the, Get me the cheddar bunnies, now! All right, let's... Okay, okay. Sunny, stop that! Anyway, I really do think it's... Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I do think that it's a pretty much... I think we're going to be fine with this. Okay. So... I gotta admit, it's like you sort of... You, you told me the magic trick before it was over, like... The fact that that stage is no longer interesting now, it just seems kind of corny. Um, well, I mean, okay, yeah, no, it's true. It is, I mean, it is, I, I see the disappoint. Uh, so uh, apologies if it, yeah, yeah, she, she it keeps giving, she gives, she's giving a lot of gratuitous uh, crotch shots. Um, I, I've got to say, she continued to show her scratch. I do think it's a bit of child exploitation. I have lots of uh, really sick, twisted, demented ideas that would put me in jail that I'd love to use my kids to do, and I don't do it. Um, I, I let them, you know, sort of have their place to fester in that one part of my brain I don't always disclose. Uh, and she enacted on one of them, you know, as she, as she sat there showing her 49,342 fans um, this semi-nude shot of her doing her homeschooling. Um, I, what, what, what would you like to add to the, what you saw or why you wanted to share that? Or, or did you used to date this woman, by the way? No, I, I don't know her. Um, okay. uh, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's something, there's something. Um, share with us, share what's going on yeah. here. It sounds like something's bothering you. And I, I want to hear. <laughs> uh, you know, if we talked about empathy, then uh, maybe it's something I like. I, I I somehow struggle to empathize with the content of this video. I, I find that uh, maybe like what you just said, uh, there's something very um, um, ex exhibitionistic about it. That uh, well, yeah, isn't, that isn't the whole point? With. Isn't the whole point of 
Facebook, Instagram, most social media yeah. is nothing more than exhibitionist and narcissistic, either uh, whether it's, you know, visually, audio, uh, you know, written. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't, but you really, it sounds like you're actually bothered by <laughs> you know what she did like you're genuinely like you want to call dcfs and have her take taken away as mom no 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 I, be a fun not, I, I mean i will i will say the kids seem very very happy and uh and she seems like uh, a pretty i mean uh maybe not the uh the classic uh person uh you know uh that you but she seems like you know they're having a good time. So there's no, yeah, I mean, that's there's true. no complaints there. I think at, that's fair. At the end of the day, yeah, she seemed like she was probably a fun mom and they were laughing yeah. about whatever she was doing. But I want to know why you chose to, sh and we've only got a few minutes left here before <laughs> our uh, our sponsors are going to pull the plug. Why did you want to share that with me? Like, there must have been something about it that Well, I just sort of you. imagine that you, uh, you're in, you're kind of like, uh, 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 you're 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 in this demographic, whether you like it or not. You're in this uh, very kind of liberal uh, part of uh, part of the world, or even a liberal enclave. Uh, but you are uh, just in this in this thing. And I was just curious, like, you know, how how that would play out for you. Like, what what you know, what you're seeing is uh, is a is a certain version, a certain extremity. Maybe even that person that you would either instantly connect with at a party or, or that person who would like uh, leave the party because of something you said, as you mentioned in previous episodes. And I'm just wondering like if any of that kind of triggered any of this or if it's just so normal for you to encounter this, that, that this is just yeah, like- Yeah, you know, to be- Normal. I, I, she strikes me as the kind of person that I, I would totally, you know, talk with and screw around with at any kind of party in terms of making jokes. Like she clearly had a- you know, a sense of humor that was a, a little darker than the average person. So I could appreciate that. Um, I don't know at this point in my life if I would consider intercourse with her. Um, I, I think if we were, I think if we were at a conference together, something that does not exist in my current profession, and I had to travel to such a thing, and it was the two of us sharing a hotel room, I'm sure something might happen. Um, I don't think it'd be overly enjoyable. I sort of, like with many women, you you, you picture the, the sex, how it will start, how it will end, and in my See, Great. you are being empathetic. So in my, in my, in my, in my quick four to five second uh, mental visualization of that, it was not very enjoyable. Like nothing about the <laughs> in, 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 entire uh, banging process was like, oh, that's going to be fun. Um, despite, <laughs> despite her being fit and for many metrics meeting attractability. Uh, but I wasn't, I'm intrigued that you were so bothered because you live in Amsterdam, which like really all cities in the world at the moment is mostly populated by um, progressive leaning people. Uh, it's populated by people who have higher income levels than other parts of the country, tend to uh, partake in um, culinary and arts and activities which are not as appreciated or imbibed uh, in with by uh, people outside of the city. I mean, I find the differences, they're kind of splitting hairs between a lot of the cities. So you know, I, I I don't know. I'm not shocked by it, but I also don't feel like it's a very American. In other words, I don't think it might be like a European type attitude to do that. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's the big difference. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. I think what I really want to analyze is you. Why are you so mad about this lady? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. These things like, 
they somehow they rub me uh, the wrong way because of my own attitude, which is very uh, maybe old school to uh, the, the, the exhibitionism of it all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, in closing here, that what she reminded you of was like, like just American women you might have met or been rejected by or even dated in the past when you were living oh. here. And, you know, that's just a, that, that whole way of acting is, is offensive to you. And I get that. Believe me, I, I live with it. Um, you know, I've had to numb myself to it the way that uh, one getting abused must do over the years <laughs> because I've chosen... <laughs> Uh, perhaps wrongly, but I've chosen to remain in the States. And uh, it's just part of the baggage that comes with this fucking place. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's happening. I think you having expatriated yourself to Amsterdam many years ago were in that one, one minute, 18 second clip. So immediately reminded of what it is about women in this country that you could possibly be meeting right now on Grindr. Um, that are not uh, not what you really want. Um, yeah. How's that? I love it. I think that's a very good. I think it's a really great interpretation. Okay, you can uh, you can Venmo uh, Fluffer Chicago three one two or PayPal uh, Fluffer Master Chicago uh, hundred dollars, and uh, we'll call that a session. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us, and to our Micronesian new listeners. We can't wait to join you for that Carvel cake. Ah, uh, really can't. All right.